Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 276. And I'm officially saying Merry Christmas, y'all. Um, it is December 24th when this is coming out. And I know that probably the vast majority of you are not going to listen to it on Christmas Eve, but um, it's not about Christmas anyway. So, but we are going to talk about decluttering perspectives on the container concept and different ways of explaining it and looking at it. Um, so I am joined in this podcast by Cass and Dawn. Dawn is uh, the minimal mom on YouTube and Cass is Clutterbug. And she's also on YouTube and she has a show on HGTV coming out, like for real, like that's as big as you get. But anyway, so I'm really honored to have them there. I have mentioned, um, I believe in the last podcast that the three of us got together and did a course and it's called Take Your House Back. And so you can go to takeyourhouseback.com and find out how to join that course. It officially starts on January 1st, but there's an early bird discount um, if you go ahead and purchase before or by December 31st. So you've got a week you listen to this one. But even if you aren't going to get the course, which believe me, y'all, y'all know I'm so cheap. And so like, I, I, I totally get it. Okay. Like it, it's an investment for sure. It's an investment. I get it. Um, I really think it's worth it. We put a lot of work into it. Um, and I'm just really excited about what's in the course. And I really love them. We laughed a lot. We had a great time together. But even if you're not going to get the course, I think you're going to get a lot out of this. Um, as we were, um, actually, we were just leaving and um, which we had been, oh, y'all, this, these times are crazy. But anyway, so we did get together in person. It was a really big deal. And because <laughs> these are not the days where that's normal, but like we were super careful for our two weeks before and super careful for our two weeks after and who, yay, um, we're good. But as we were, um, I, I was about to leave and we just kind of casually mentioned something because we talked about the container concept because we are using my decluttering strategy for the course, um, as the decluttering strategy that we're recommending. And something was mentioned about container concept and, Don said, Oh yeah, well, I always say it this way. And Cass said, Oh yeah, well, I say it this way. And I was like, that's so interesting. So we talked about that and we talked about some other things. Um, and I think it's really going to be just overall helpful. Um, you know, Cass is an organizer. Like she is amazing at that. That's what she's so good at. And she really kind of presents and teaches organizing in a way that actually makes sense in my brain. And, uh, Dawn is a minimalist. Like that's her goal. But at the same time, she's not the sterile minimalist. I mean, she's a mom and she's got four kids and they live their life. And um, anyway, so it's a real practical 
ways. And I feel like we really kind of round each other out. So I think you're going to enjoy and learn from today's episode. But yes, I am telling you, if you're going to join this course, I recommend that you do it while you can get the $20 off. So that's um, takeyourhouseback.com. And of course, the notes are going to be, I mean, the link is going to be in the show notes, of course. Okay, here you go. I'm here with my friends. I can actually say that now because I know you guys like in real life, <laughs> my friends, Dawn and Cass, and I've already given my little spiel at the beginning before we're getting started. But I just have to say that we had so much fun when we worked on this project, Take Your House Back, which everybody can go find at takeyourhouseback.com. It was just a lot of fun, although I was just informed by both Dawn and Cass that they had a lot of fun when I wasn't there. So um, <laughs> I'm choosing to not be hurt and offended by that. <laughs> but, that's not true. That's not, well, we did, but more fun with you there. Oh, okay, we said, okay. yeah. We would have liked for you to be there. <laughs> I heard that you cried. Remember, didn't y'all say that you uh, cried before I, cried. I got there? I talk nonstop and somehow I talked my way into my childhood <laughs> issues and then I started sobbing. Poor Dawn. <laughs> She's just like, I am not a therapist. Could you be quiet now? I could that's just me. Yeah. I and cried. none of that's on film because I mean I want no. to hear the whole okay. We won't make you do it today. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself and just kind of tell us what you do online and then we'll get into your own personal slob story. Yeah. Okay. Dawn, when'd she go? <laughs> well, I'm Dawn from The Minimal Mom. If we haven't met before, I'm married to Tom. We have four kids ages. <laughs> this is right. I got um, six through 11 now. And I found minimalism about six years ago because I... You know, I just felt like there had to be a way to stay on top of your house and still like pursue some kind of outside either hobby or work thing, right? I'm like, there just has to be a way. And so I was just trying, I was just trying everything. And finally, I listened to a podcast by Joshua Becker, who's, you know, a well-known minimalist. And uh, he's just like, did you know you don't have to have all of this stuff. And it was like, that was my light bulb moment. And he went on to give permission to get rid of it. And I'm a pretty easy sell. Like, I'm not going to lie about that. And so I'm always like, well, you don't have anything to lose. So um, over the next year, we got rid of about 80% of our stuff. I did not invite Tom into the process until I was about 70% of the way done. Because wow. I just focused on my own stuff and the kids' stuff. Um, but I couldn't believe how it transformed our house and it truly made it a place where I could keep it picked up and stay on top of it, still feel like I was doing a good job as a mom and get to start a blog and do some of that stuff that I was interested in. And so now I mostly hang out on YouTube. And so I love sharing videos too uh, with just tips and tricks to help you simplify your house quickly. Got to read Dana's book this past summer um, with another group of women. And uh, we just all, Decluttering at the Speed of Life, we were just all like, this woman gets it. And we had so many of the same ideas. I had maybe some different terms for them, but I just felt like we could be best friends and just felt like I finally found someone else who the normal systems didn't work for me and it didn't seem like it worked for Dana either. So I thought we could be friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's how we ended up. Well, actually we ended up meeting. We were at a conference a year ago. Yep. Year ish ago, something like that, a fall, fall of 19. Yeah. And we're in a, took a random picture and I put it on Instagram and people were like, Oh my goodness, it's the two of y'all together. And we were like, who? Who are you talking about? I didn't even yeah, know who in the like, picture we were talking 
<laughs> yeah, you were with Dana from A Sob Comes Clean. Like, and I had to look up then and see which one you were. <laughs> yeah, that was me too. I was like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I feel like I should know this. Anyway, so that's how we ended up connecting was, was my listeners, your YouTube watchers saying, you two are my favorite people. And the other favorite person that I hear about all the time from my mm-hmm. listeners and my readers is Cass. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm Cass from Clutterbug. I'm the mom of three kids. My oldest is 14, which makes me feel so old. And then my middle is 12 and my little guy is eight. And my story sounds so much like both of your stories. I was always a messy person. I mean, I was that kid who had rotten food in my desk at school. I was the kid whose locker was filled with crumpled papers and and a complete disaster. You couldn't walk in my room. I just always thought that I was born messy. And when my first daughter was born, I was like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom so bad, so badly. And my husband's like, oh, we have to still have two incomes. So I was like, I'm going to run a daycare. I had nine children in this home daycare and I'm a slob and there's toys everywhere. And it looked like Toys R Us had vomited. And I felt like all I did all day was clean and it was never clean. And so I, I just felt there must be something fundamentally wrong with me. This doesn't take brains. This doesn't take, like, how come I can't do this? Mm-hmm. And I felt it was depressing. That's just the way it was. And I was watching uh, TLC and Peter Walsh came on the TV. He had a show called Clean Sweep. And he was talking about different organizing techniques and taking everything out of the house and letting go of like 50% of your stuff. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to give this a try again. And what I found was, my brain doesn't organize the way it looks like on TV and other people organize. And so I just don't do details. I don't do filing cabinets. I don't do little jars. I don't do all these fancy things. And so I wasn't messy. I just organized differently. And just giving myself permission to say that I'm not messy. I just organize differently. It changed my life. And I found systems that worked. I let go of over half of my stuff. I started helping friends and family with this new system. Then I started getting like calls from friends and family's friends and family to help them. And it grew into this organizing business. And now I have books and a YouTube channel and a television. I know. Tell them about what's coming. This is huge. It's so huge. I have a TV show on HGTV. We're getting our second season. It's called Hot Mess House. Um, So yeah, I'll be the host on HGTV, you guys, which is like... It's insane. I still it's don't so have exciting. it. Exciting. Thank you. Yes. I still don't have it all together though. That's the thing. Like I'm, I'm, I say I'm a recovering super slob because even though my life is really easy, I know as soon as I stop doing the things that I do to maintain, I'll slide right back. That's just, that's it's just the, the natural way it state. Is. Some people have the natural yes. state of, you know, constantly everything being perfect or whatever. I can't imagine really perfect, but hey, um, but you know, it it is, it's our natural thing. And I think that's, that's why I'm really comfortable doing this course that we've done together. As you guys know, I gave you my lecture before we started today, right? That I give everybody who comes on my podcast, (laughs) which, because I'm really protective, like I'm so protective of my people, but it's, they're the ones who introduced us, you know, Cass, I found you because um, I think the first time was when you had talked about my book on your, my first book on your YouTube channel and people were like, Hey, this, you know, cast Clutterbug, 
talked about your book. And so I went over, I started watching it. And then I just started hearing all these people saying, you know, you and Cass, you and Dawn, you and Dawn and Cass, these are the ones that helped me. So I think that's um, where the beauty of this is. And, you know, Cass, you're, well, I'm, I have a fear of organizing, as you guys know. Um, and I just stick with the decluttering. Cass really makes organizing unique to the person that you're working with, right? I mean, like that, that's your passion is finding out people's organizing style. You diagnose me, right? Do you call it I diagnosing? <laughs> sure. Yes. You diagnose my organizing style in our, uh, in our course that we do. Um, and, and Dawn is the minimalist, but you make it real and practical because that's another word that can scare me is minimalism. I'm like, wait, what does that mean? You know, I like having whatever I want to wear, whenever I want to wear it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> so, but, but you make it really practical and, and doable. Um, so, okay. Today I want to, um, one of the things that came up and in, in, in our course, we've got videos, we've got lots of beautiful printables that Cass has put together. Um, and we, uh, also did some podcasts where we talk through different things. And one of the things as we were done with the podcast, we just kind of casually mentioned something about, I said something about container concept and Don said, oh, I call it this. And Cass said, oh, I call it this. And so it's the same concept because the reality is it's just scientific fact. You know, you cannot stuff more into a space than will actually fit in it. So we each have our different ways of explaining that. So I thought, well, today let's have you guys, you know, for my people, if this is your first time that you've listened, you know, the very basic, I mean, my goodness, I've talked for hours about it and there are chapters and there are whatever, but my basic thing is realizing that a container is not for putting things in, it's to serve as a limit and it's meant to contain. So I can only put as many markers in the marker jar as the marker jar will hold. And if I have more than that, it's, things are going to get out of control. So that's the ultimate, very basic version of the, what I call the container concept. But Dawn, how do you describe it? So I like to say, make the boundaries the bad guy. Because like you, Dana, I think I was finding that, I, why do we have like this emotional attachment to our stuff? One minute, it is frustrating us beyond belief because it's everywhere and we're embarrassed by it and, and all that. And then we go to declutter it and it's like, but I can't get rid of it. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I always say is, you know, those um, memes that say broken crayons still color. <laughs> and I'm like, that is true. And I believe that in my heart. Like, that's how I view my stuff is I'm like, yeah. well, for me to say that it has no value. I mean, right. that makes me a bad person, right? Heartless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So I like to say, make the boundaries the bad guy. Yeah. And so, you know, like when we're decluttering toys with our kids and I say, well, they just all have to fit in the bins. You know, it, it helps to push some of that liability off of me onto the bins. <laughs> They're the bad guy, not me, right? And so it's very similar to what you talk about, Dana. Like when I was reading that chapter in your book, I'm just like nodding along. But I found that to be very helpful. Like the boundaries are the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy. It's the boundaries saying that this stuff doesn't fit in there. And so it also keeps you from having to it's one thing for me to make value decisions about my stuff. You know, a lot of um, resistance can come in when I start making value decisions about your stuff, especially when you're talking about, you know, dealing with your kids, with your husband, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's like, I can't say why you're emotionally attached to that or that you shouldn't yeah. be emotionally attached to that. And those boundaries let, you know, you kind of get work through that on your own. Mm-hmm. 
And it is really helpful. Like when, you know, if we are trying to help spouses or other people in our household, I like what Joshua Becker says. He likes to use the phrase, well, could we agree on, could we both agree that it would be nice if we could both park in the garage or it would be nice if we could walk around our bed without tripping on stuff. And so we find common ground. And so those boundaries really can help with that common ground. Could, could we agree? It'd be nice if all your clothes fit in your dresser, you know? Right. And so... It is, it is helpful when we're working with other people too, definitely. Definitely. Okay, Cass, how do you put it? I think because I'm predominantly an organizer, there's a real myth that organizing creates space, and that is not true. Organizing makes things easier to find and put away. Decluttering creates space. And so my golden rule is you always organize for the space, not your stuff. You don't look at what you have and think, how can I make this cram into this spot. It's, this is how much space I have. How can I edit what I have so it fits in this space? And it's that simple change in your mindset, like knowing that this is what I have to work with and I have to edit to, to make it fit. That's what really helps. And this new way I'm decluttering. Okay. So I watched Utopia. I'm not going to get into it, but anyways, they asked yourself, what are you doing to earn space in this big world? That's something that they were saying in the show. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is my stuff doing to earn its place in my home? And so that just took the emotion out of it for me. So I was looking at my necklaces and they were crowded, but I love necklaces. And so because I love necklaces, I'm like, I I can't get rid of them because I love necklaces. But just looking at it and saying, which one of these are not earning their space on this board allowed me to say, it's not that I don't like them. It's like, which one is not earning its, its keep? Which one can go so that the ones that are left are the ones that I use and love? And so that's a new way I'm sort of looking at decluttering. Yeah. I call that container worthy. Is it container worthy? Is it, which might be an inappropriate reference because did y'all watch Seinfeld? Were y'all Seinfeld people? No. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, people who do might know what that is, but I won't explain <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but but yeah, it's contained. It, it's that I, I love that that way of looking at. it. Can you say again what your first phrase was? Because I was like, oh yeah, and I, I've already it's left my head. Your first um, phrase of how what your overall statement is that you say to explain this concept. I don't know that organizing <laughs> is a myth. Organizing no, it, it was the it was the creating organizing doesn't create space, decluttering creates space or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So people really do believe that organizing creates space in their home. They say to me all the time, they say, if I could just get organized, all my stuff would fit. But that's the biggest myth of all. Organizing doesn't create space. Decluttering creates space. And what's the value of space that you find? It's putting away things easily. It's finding things easily. That's what it comes down to for me. My biggest struggle before, like in my messy days, was I spent so much time looking for things, so much time looking for things, and so much time trying to tidy all the time because it wasn't easy to put the pen away. I had to shove, I had to hide, I had to find a spot for it to go. And so every day I was literally spending hours because I had too much stuff. That's the crux of it. Our sponsor for this episode is BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor from home in a safe and private online environment. That means you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp has U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states. 
you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can just request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, though I do want to be clear, it's not a crisis line. Your struggles may be different from the ones that your neighbors are facing. Through BetterHelp, you have access to a broad expertise in the network, so you can address your unique needs. You're not limited to what's available just in your local area. And the service is available for clients worldwide. You can check out testimonials that they post daily on their website. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who qualify. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash clean. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash clean. Okay. So the other thing too, is we've talked about clutter thresholds. So just so you guys know in our course, which we're totally trying to sell you today, but anyway, um, but in our course, we're sticking to my decluttering strategies because we don't want to confuse you. Okay. We know, and Don's a big fan and of the, the five-step process. I get, I did get to practice it on Cass, which was really fun, but we're sticking to that. And then, but, but Cass is taking it the next step with organizing strategies that actually work, you know, for your real um, situation. But we talk about clutter threshold and, you know, my definition for clutter threshold is, or what I mean when I say clutter threshold is the amount of stuff that I personally can keep under control in my own home. So it's different for everybody. You only find it by decluttering. Like you cannot predict your clutter threshold. You cannot find someone else's clutter threshold. It's not what you wish somebody else's house looked like. It's simply get rid of stuff until you realize, oh, I'm able to keep my house under control now. Oh, I've reached my clutter threshold. And then at that point, it becomes as new stuff comes in, old stuff has to go out for you to maintain that clutter threshold. So Dawn and Cass, I want to hear from you kind of your perspective on that, your way to that you explain that, how that works for you. Cass, why don't you start? So for me, it's about, does all of my stuff fit in my home today with what I have today? I've heard so many people, and I was part of this too, if I just got a couple of more bookshelves, if I just had another piece of furniture, if I just had some fancy little plastic organizing things, then I would have this space. But what I realized was, I'll just grow to my fishbowl. I can never have enough space. My house will never be big enough. I will keep filling it. So instead, I have to organize for the space I have today and make sure everything fits. It's easy to find and it's easy to put away and that it has breathing room because I'm not going to play Jenga every single time. I'm not going to play Tetris with my stuff. I'm not a folder. I'm not a Marie Kondo folder. (laughs) So if it only fits in the drawer that one time that I fold everything super, super neat, that isn't realistic for me. And so I realize when things start to get hard to put away, things start to get messy, that's when I need to declutter. Yes. I was, I had something really profound that I was going to say and it's gone. (laughs) Maybe I'll think of it later. That's how I operate. Anyway, my listeners are used to that. It's fine. (laughs) Don, how do you explain that or what do you have on that? So I've started thinking about everything in our house as inventory. And so realizing how much inventory 
can I manage? And that does, like you said, that it might even change from season to season. Like when you have young kids might be different than if you're caring for aging parents or if you start to have some of your own health challenges. And so I've realized that through different seasons that the amount of inventory that I can manage does fluctuate. But it hit me one day when I was pulling um, some like vegetables out of the fridge that had gone bad. And I was like, I totally forgot these were here. And I just realized I was like, there's too many groceries in my kitchen that I can't remember they're there and they're going bad. I had stuff in my pantry that was expiring. Always there was stuff going bad in the fridge, right? And I was like, I was like, well, I'm trying to have like the whole inventory of the grocery store in my house. So I don't have to go so often, but it's not working, right? It's too much inventory. And then I realized like, oh, it's, it's not just in my kitchen, right? Like I'm forgetting about clothes I own. The kids forget every day about toys that they have and craft supplies mm -hmm. and, and all of that kind of stuff. And so I just started applying that concept to every area of our house, pairing back the inventory until the, my goal was the same as you, Dana, right? Until I could stay on top of my house and keep it picked up and keep it feeling peaceful. And, you know, honestly, I, I'm not trying to like advocate that everybody has to be a minimalist, but I was surprised how far I had to go and how much stuff I actually had to get rid of to get to a point where my house has been really easy to maintain now. And I know people always like ask that, that question, like, well, when do you know, like, right? Like when do you arrive? And it is really personal, but I do think you might have to go a little further than you think to get there. I think that's a great point. And that's encouraging because for those who feel like they've been trying and trying and trying to know that, okay, it's, it's okay to go farther than you think you're yeah. going to have to go. And it goes again to that. You cannot predict it. You just don't know. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, Cass, I remembered my profound thing, which I don't know that it's that profound anymore, but you were talking about, you know, wanting more space to put things more, you know, but the reality is even though you can't predict it for me, once I decluttered my house felt so much bigger you know, it, 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 the decluttering gave me that space. Like I no longer felt like my house was too small. Now I'm like, Oh, okay. And it all finally made sense why my friend's house felt bigger, even though it was half the size of my house. Like it, you know, all those things that didn't compute was like, Oh, I simply had to get that stuff out of there. And that's when the space actually does happen. Yeah, I used to complain because I didn't have a linen closet. And I was like, I don't have any place for towels. I'm like, when I move one day, the, the most important thing I'm going to have is a linen closet. No, I just had too many towels. They yeah. all fit <laughs> They fit fine now, right? And But you you probably hear this from your listeners. I hear this from my listeners and, and my followers all the time. They're like, I just need more storage. Um, the truth is you just need less stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, finding storage space in your own home, you know, finding what am I storing that I don't actually use yeah. that can go for this stuff that I do use all the time that actually deserves, you know, it's container worthy. It deserves space in my home. Yeah. yeah. Well, and really, if we have not used the stuff this year, when we've been home and we've had extra time, this has been the best, like, time to really test our stuff. Like if we did not use it this year, if we didn't finish the quilts or the craft projects or mend the jeans or the socks, when are we going to do it? Right? Like if we didn't pull out that cookbook and read those other books that were stacked up, if we didn't do them this year, I don't, I don't know when we're going to do it. And I think it, it's safe then to say, 
we could clear some more stuff out of our houses, I think. I, I love that, like the bread maker, the rice cooker, the, <laughs> the food processor. If you're not using that stuff while you're home, it's, yeah. it doesn't need to be in your home. All your aspirational stuff, mm-hmm. all the stuff that I would, if I only had the time, well, guess what? We've now had mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> not that yeah. th- it hasn't been difficult, but I-, I do think, you know, 2020 has not given us a whole lot of positive things, but that is a positive thing from it. And that's one of the reasons why Don wanted to do this course right now, you know, because, because we are, and there are a lot of us are going back into more at home time coming yeah. up here. And I think it's going to yeah. be we're ready. You know, it's kind of like, okay, so we went through the time where we felt like we were paralyzed and maybe didn't get done what we thought we would have gotten done during that time. So now let's go in with the resources to do that. So Don, why don't you talk through just the basics of what's included in the course? So basically we broke it down into three different sections. So the first section is have less, then do less, then want less. So the first section is all about decluttering. We took Cass through Dana's method of decluttering without making a mess. And it was awesome because she was so skeptical. <laughs> and it, Did we convince it you? Did we yeah, I honestly, it was, it was very eye-opening and I'm so glad that I did it. And now I'm going to be able to help my clients better because I didn't see it from your perspective before. I've never actually seen it from someone who's like, no, everything is really special and, and let's do it without the emotion and let's do it without uh, making a mess. So it was wonderful. I, I loved it. And then the second section is all about doing less. And so this is where Cass's organizing comes into play. I mean, Dana, did you feel, as you said, like Cass diagnosed you and found your organizing style, which is much more visual. Did you feel like, like understood for once? (laughs) I, I did. And it's also something that I've thought a lot about now. It's like, I see some of my consistent piles you know, places that get repiled again and again. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, I need to approach that differently, accepting the fact that that is my natural place where things end up. I need to approach that differently. And so, you know, Cass is that that's her thing is like, okay, then let's do something there. Let's organize that space in a way that actually works for you to make Mm -hmm. that, you know, easy for you. Like, I think that's the goal is that how would this be easy? Yeah. And I like easy. But, <laughs> but I like easy too. Yeah. And to me, that's what organizing is really about. It's about doing less. It's yeah. like not walking as far to put something away. It's how could I be as lazy as possible and still have a super fab house? It's like, this is where I pile stuff. Okay, where can I make a home that's right here, but it's neat and tidy instead of a giant pile? Um, but I think because of all the times when I had tried to get organized before I got into just decluttering, just get it out of here it was never easy. Like, because I had too much stuff, I had more than I could possibly actually organize. And so it made things feel more complicated. So I really, I think those two things go so well together is to get it out and then actually figure out how to make it work with your real life. I love that. And we also talk about uh, meal planning, getting some simple cleaning routines in place so that you really can enjoy your house again, which is so fun. And then the last section is all about wanting less. And this was probably my favorite section. We all had different approaches to how do we 
combat consumerism and retail therapy and refilling our house up with stuff. And I feel like the ideas in that section are gold. Like you will find something that will work for you. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you guys wanted to say before we um, wrap it up today? I hope that everybody will come and join us in the course. There's videos, there are podcasts, which we call productivity podcasts so that you can go ahead and get to work. There's lots of printables to keep you on track and focused. And there's also a Facebook group where you can support other people going through it. It's going to officially open start on January 1st. So before January 1st, which this is coming out on Christmas Eve. So if you need a last minute gift... (laughs) <laughs> or if you need to send somebody the link for the gift certificate so they can get you a last minute gift, you can grab that. And uh, the early bird 20 gives you $20 off before um, it actually starts. And then I believe it will be open through January, correct? Okay. So it's not an unending forever thing, but we will, we'll open it again in the future, but, but that's the, the time period for right now. And I know, Dana, the question has come up, like, is there new stuff? Like, if you've seen all of our videos and listened to all of Dana's podcasts, uh, I still think there is plenty of new stuff. And I think the dynamic uh, between the three of us was was fun. I think you'll laugh a lot. And um, the ideas we came up with together, I think, are, like, the best yet. So I think you'll be uh, happy that there's lots of new stuff in there as well. Right. And I think it's going to be something that will keep you focused and on track. We're not talking you through, okay, everybody go do this and then everybody go take this step. We're not doing that. Okay. So just so you know, um, but like you said, the appeal is these discussions that we're having. I mean, we're taking all these all these really basic concepts that we all have figured out and implemented in our homes and we're discussing them and that is helpful. You know, I, I, I really, I think there's a lot of value to it. I was very excited after we did it. I was like, yeah. this is going to be really good. Yeah. I came home and filled so many garbage bags and I, <laughs> and I declutter all the time. I was so inspired <laughs> to let go just because it was a different perspective. There was yeah. a different way of just wording things. Yeah. There was a different way of looking at my home that I had never thought of before. And it, it motivated me and inspired me to do better. And, and I think that's what's really special about the three of us is we all have really different perspectives to come together to, to have the same goal. And so I think you can relate to one of us or all of us, but seeing us together talking about it is so motivating. Yeah. And I, I mean, personally, I always say, I don't, I, I am not the person to tell you everything. Like there is such value in hearing from others who have also been through this journey and have their own experiences. Um, and, and y'all are just people that I really trust to, you know, yeah. to do that well. So, okay. This has been really fun. And I hope that we will see you guys inside the group. We're going to do some Facebook lives within the group where we'll do question and answers. Um, so I hope that we'll see you guys in there. Okay. Did you guys enjoy that? aren't they fun? I mean, I think <laughs> that that was my main thing. I mean, I left uh, our session of working together and 
was just smiling from ear to ear. I was exhausted, but I was smiling because I was like, I had so much fun. Like we had fun together. And I think that, um, that's one of the things that's going to make this course unique. You know, I mean, is yes, you're going to learn a lot. There's a lot of valuable content, but you're also going to have fun while you do it. Um, cause they're very likable, fun people. And you guys know me. So, you know, that if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I will, I will do things that aren't fun, but you know what I mean? Like it's, I, I'm very, very motivated by knowing that I'm going to laugh and have fun anyway. All right. Again, that is takeyourhouseback.com. And I hope to see you in the course. All right. Bye. I'll talk to you guys later. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com